today I'm going to give you four tips on how to tackle that project that you know needs to get done. And I can just about guarantee you it's actually going to take less time than you think. And the tool that you'll need to do it is already sitting in your desk drawer. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. Hey, Pivoter, I hope you are creating an awesome day today. Things are Things are well here at Pivot Me. As you know, we relaunched our YouTube channel recently and it's been freaking amazing. Like we hit the ground running thanks to the support from you, making it happen, subscribing to the channel, engaging in the videos, all that stuff lets YouTube know, like the great YouTube in the sky. They're like, hey, this must be awesome videos. This must be awesome content. And then what they do is they show the videos, um, the Pivot Me videos to a wider and wider audience. And I get... I get so pumped when I think about people connecting with these videos, like changing their businesses, changing their lives because they found us on YouTube. So please continue to engage there. And if you would, you know, share a video with a friend, someone that maybe is struggling with their morning routine, someone in leadership that wants to continue to sharpen their skills, someone who needs to have a hard conversation. It's all there at the April Garcia Pivot Me YouTube channel. So, um, but without further ado, Let's get into today's episode. So this episode is going to be super practical, very, very tactical episode, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to pepper in some visualization at the beginning and I'll tell you why. Because I want you to already feel what it's like to have this project, whatever project it is that's weighing on you. I want you to feel what it's like when that's done. I want you to already experience that emotion, get attached to the feeling of success and achievement, maybe even relief that comes from completing this project. We have all been there. Something that needs to be done, but we just don't want to do it. (laughs) Maybe it's because we hate the project itself. For me, um, a project that I hate is getting my tax information ready each year. I hate the process and I'm nearly late or maybe sometimes actually late every single year. The office pretty much knows to chase me down that time of the year because I don't want to do it. Karen, if you're listening right now, I'm I'm sorry. This happens every year. Um, I hate this and I've got this emotional like baggage around. I really don't like this project, even though like I have someone that does the taxes. I have a bookkeeper and still when it comes to my piece of the puzzle, I don't enjoy that piece. But maybe it's for you. It's maybe it's for an entirely different reason that you haven't tackled this project. So maybe it's because you feel like it's unnecessary or a waste of time. This is how I feel about just about any tech issue. Like a Windows update will frustrate the crap out of me every time. It shouldn't. I know it's coming, but it feels so unnecessary. So I delay things like that. So whatever the reason, we just keep kicking it out, delaying this project. 
Maybe it's a project at work. I've delayed writing a new speech in the past for a dangerously long period of time. I just didn't want to sit down and remember all the steps involved in writing it, so I delayed it. Instead, I found welcome distraction, like answering emails, like a lot of us do that. <laughs> we distract ourselves from the project that needs to get done by answering emails. Actually, you know what? Uh, now that we're on the topic of emails, quick reminder, your inbox, your emails rarely will advance your business. The emails in there maintain your current business. They do not advance your future one. Your inbox, it's filled with OPP. Yeah, you know me. Shout out to Naughty by Nature. Your inbox is OPP. Other people's priorities, other people's problems. So don't get lost in your inbox. If you're like, hmm, I wonder what the day has in, in store for me. And you look in your inbox, you are not leading your business. You are being led by your business. So quick deviation. Let's get back to tackling that big project. So there's so much barking for our attention. And sometimes we don't even know where to begin on these big projects. There's like so many things that we need to be doing. And also there's this big project. And how am I going to clear my time and, and focus on this thing? So so often we just don't. We try to forget about it, but it never really goes away. So let's do this. We're going to go through our tips. Let's do four tips to do this. So number one, I mentioned this earlier. Number one tip is visualize. We have talked through the visualization before in this podcast, so I'm going to keep it brief. But before jumping in and executing on a project, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine in great detail the project being over, not walking through the project, but what it's like for it to be completed already. What does it feel like? What do you get to do now that the project is done? What do you not need to do anymore because it's done? Now, I want you to really experience this feeling. I've been procrastinating on a speech. I need to imagine it being done, me turning it into the event coordinator, delivering it and, and, and receiving a standing ovation. I don't visualize the steps that it took to complete it. I, I visualize like the trophy moment, the moment that you cross the finish line, the hooray moment. If I connect to the feeling of completion, I shift some of the emotion around the project off the need to complete it. See, before when we think of completing it, we feel maybe anxious, maybe angry that we haven't done it yet, disappointed. Take some of that emotional bandwidth and allocate it to something that actually serves you. Like think about how amazing, like kick-ass this speech is going to be, how good it feels turning in your manuscript, completing that new contract for your business, whatever it is. Once you can visualize that with absolute clarity, the trophy moment, then it can demystify the work that needs to get done. Let's move on to tip number two. I'd like to talk to you. I'd like to talk to you each and every week. If you are here and you're leveling up your business and life, hopefully we are talking through this podcast, but let's talk in real time. Look, if you know you are capable of more, but don't just want to work more, we should talk. If you know you've got bigger goals, maybe writing a book, a TED Talk, learning to sail, finally doing that half marathon, maybe you want to disrupt an entire industry, but you already feel pretty busy with your current life and business, what's the next step? Well, we should talk. I got a lot of options, a lot of exercises, a lot of things that will shortcut your success and help you reach that next level of success. You can book a free 15-minute call with me right on my website. Go check out theaprilgarcia.com and get your time slot booked. Let's connect real time. 
So let's talk about the reason why we delay it, delay doing these projects. We often, we've all felt so overwhelmed by a project that you don't even start because it's so complex. There's so many pieces to it and you don't know where to begin or simply you've just been procrastinating so long. You've made it the size of an elephant. A lot of us have done this, right? So you know that uh, that old story about how do you eat an elephant? Everybody knows one bite at a time. Well, we know that, but how many of us sit down in front of this giant elephant and we think about eating it whole. Like we sit down and we think about writing the manuscript whole and all the pieces that are going to be involved. It's so big. And we make it even worse by thinking we have to begin at the beginning and then we have to move to the middle and then we have to move to the end. Most projects are not linear. You don't have to start at the beginning and move through them in a linear fashion, just like an elephant does not have to be eaten trunk to tail. But we make this mistake, right, where we think we have to start at the beginning. So I want you to realize that projects are not linear. Most of them are not. We can start wherever we need to start. And we want to take that elephant, like the 10,000 pound beast, and we're going to chunk it into manageable pieces. Even if that project, the elephant, ends up in 30 small pieces, they need to be small and manageable. To complete this project, you've got to do it, like it, write those pieces either in a, in a Word doc, write them on a piece of paper, doesn't matter. But ultimately, we're going to move it from there in this next step. So again, so we've got the, the project and we've broken it down into these super manageable pieces, right? We've heard this, we're eating an elephant one bite at a time. Now we've got them all written down into pieces. We're moving on to tip three, the sticky note the most underutilized productivity tool in everyone's desk drawer. You will take these manageable chunks like this little, the little pieces of the elephant, and we're going to put each one on one sticky note. Yes, this is going to be a lot of sticky notes. It's okay. You can buy another pad if you need to. I need you to cover your wall, your bathroom mirror. It doesn't matter where you put the sticky notes as long as you will see them and see them often. It must be somewhere that you visually anchor to it. For me, if there's a particularly difficult project I've been delaying, I will actually line my computer screen with them, which means that I see them constantly. It's so I can't keep looking away from this thing I'm procrastinating. So if you're a mastermind client of mine, you've likely seen sticky notes on my back wall. So depending on the project, you always see the sticky notes go up. Now, here's the thing. I have amazing software tools. We have a project management software that we use that is awesome. So many digital silver bullets. And yet, if I've been dragging my feet, I know I need sticky notes. Now I'm going to share with you the real like meat of this method. It's called start with the sexy sticky. So let me give an example of Laura. So Laura had to write a business uh, plan for her marketing company. And she'd been putting this off for years. Massive procrastination. Why? Well, at first, she she hadn't really thought about why. She just knew she did not want to do this with every fiber in her being. But once I pulled on that thread, why? But why? Tell me why. If you repeat why four to seven times, you'll be amazed at how much clarity comes from someone. Um, you can do this with yourself too. It's the seven levels of why exercise. But I kept whying Laura until she nailed it. It was because she didn't want to write the introduction, the very first piece. It wasn't sexy. So this project that needed to get done, that was holding her back from her funding, her strategic planning, was because she did not want to write the introduction. It felt like this big old elephant she had to eat and she could not see past the trunk. But this project did not need to be linear. Writing a business plan does not need to be linear. You do not have to eat it from trunk to tail. So how did we solve it? Simple. Business plans have roughly like seven parts to it. So 
We use the power of the sticky note. She put each of the sections, each of the seven sections on one sticky. She put them on our office wall. So you could then see all seven parts of the elephant. This is breaking the elephant into seven small pieces instead of this 10,000 pound project. I need to actually look up the weight of elephants because I keep saying 10,000, but it's just a nice round number. I don't know how much elephants weigh. I should find this out. Anyways, because I use this example in workshops all the time, we're going to assume elephants are 10,000 pounds. The Indian elephant versus the African elephant. Anyways, I'm really wanting to Google it. You might have already done it. I'm not going to do it because I'm recording. I'm in the recording booth. We're going to press on. All right. Tangent alert. Here we go. Back to it. So she broke down, Laura broke down uh, the business plan into seven pieces, put it on seven stickies up on her wall. This is not rocket science, but man, it is wildly effective. So that's the first part, right? So stickies. All right. Sticky note. Got it. You're going to take your 10,000 pound project, your elephant, you're going to break it into stickies. Now here is the next part. Start with the sexy sticky. She hadn't begun because she didn't want to write the introduction. All right. That part was causing the procrastination. The solution was starting with the sexy sticky. So Laura, in our example, loved marketing. This was her business. So I had her uh, start with the third sticky, the marketing. This was the part that she was actually excited for. And I knew that if she made progress on the third sticky note, then she would have momentum, a quick win to continue with her other stickies. This is leveraging our psychology. We don't need to go into why it works, but this is powerful if if it was the first sticky that's deterring her, causing her procrastination, do you think that if she had six of the seven stickies done, she'd be able to rally for that very last sticky she didn't want to do? Of course she would, because she's standing on the sum of success. She's got momentum. She's proven to herself she can get this done. And so then she'd be able to bang out the last sticky that she'd been procrastinating on. That's that's just leveraging our psychology. But and this part is really important. As you move through your stickies, so, okay, you've got your project in your mind. I hope you already have something in mind. And you're putting up the sticky notes and you got them. As you complete a sticky, so like in Laura's instance, like she gets the, the marketing plan done, do not pull the sticky off the wall. This is a rookie mistake and you're not a rookie. It is not the absence of stickies that motivate us, but rather seeing how many we've completed. So make a big X through the stickies you've you've handled, but leave them on the wall. So every time you look, look at that wall, you're like, man, I feel like a champ because you're seeing your progress. If you remove the sticky, you lose that piece of psychology. And we want to leverage psychology. We want to use that big brain for our benefit. A lot of what we talk about is just kind of hacking your brain and psychology. So, all right, let's do this last one. Tip number four, set a timer. Our old buddy timer. I'm not going to sing. I want to sing Time is on Our Side. But Ben, who's listening to this and editing this, is an actual singer and an actual composer. So I kind of feel bad, Ben, when you hear me sing. So I'm, I'm going to save you. But um, we know time is on our side only if we let it, only if we make it to be on our side. So I love my timers because of things like Parkinson's Law, because of Pareto Principle. There's so many reasons behind why timers work. So when you have the stickies up on the wall, right? So we're going to use Laura. So Laura's still here. Laura, if you're listening, we're going to use this example. We're going to like, we're going to take it to the end. So she's got seven, seven stickies up on the wall for her marketing plan. As she begins to dig in, she's going to practice violent execution. She's got to set a timer for 20 minutes or less. So I prefer your timer to not be on your phone so you don't get sucked into the vortex of time hijackers that, that live on your phone. Um, 
things like social media and all the games and stuff. So if it needs to be your phone, okay, fine. Um, but ideally, it's another timer. Maybe it's Alexa or Google, or maybe it's a timer on your laptop. You can use the um, the the Pivot Me timer that's on our YouTube channel as well. Um, but just use a timer and set it for 20 minutes or less. I usually like to stick between 15 and 20 minutes. And then you start working on one sticky. Not all the stickies, just one sticky. All right, I'm going to work on the, the marketing piece of the seven steps. And that timer is going to keep you accountable to just that one sticky. So what happens if the timer goes off and you're not done? That's fine. You reset the timer and begin again on the same sticky. What am I doing here? What is the point of the timer, you ask? This part is pure gold. What robs you of your time, your energy, of your genius is distraction. And we are manufacturing it in the tons now with our phone, all our digital distractions. So the answer to distraction, this is key, the answer to distraction, the solution to distraction is creating focus. The timer does that. It helps you focus your brain on just one task. And when you get distracted, it won't be long before that timer goes off and reminds you, hey, get back on track. It's like a built-in accountability buddy or a ball-busting drill sergeant. Depends on your attachment style. It can be whatever you want, but it is something that is constantly bringing you back to task. I've set my timer for as little as 10-minute periods when I am tired or when I really don't want to do a task because I will likely allow myself to get distracted. But I know I can never get distracted for more than 10 minutes because the timer is going to go back off. The timer is key to your focus. They are so powerful because the biggest challenge we are facing in getting things done in today's world is distraction. At the start of this podcast, I said that many of us believe that we delayed on our projects because we didn't have enough time, that we thought time was the missing variable in our equation. It wasn't. The missing variable was focus. We need to maintain our focus. And this is how you maintain your focus and not get caught up in distraction. And by the way, this method, all these four tips I'm teaching you today, these things that we're walking through, don't, they don't only work on work projects. It's literally any goal that you need to tackle. So, so let me tell you this key concept. Here's a pro tip. Any goal, regardless of what it is, launching a product, writing a book to weight loss, it can all be achieved through essentially project management. We add all this emotion and stories and baggage into into our goals, but really it's just project management. I'm going to break it down into chunks. I'm going to measure against each one of those chunks. And if I make them time bound, I'm much more likely to get them done. And if you approach your big tasks like this, again, regardless of what it is, I promise they will get easier and you will knock them out of the park faster using things like this, stickies and timers. So let's let's actually recap. So today we talked about four super easy tips to tackling any big project. Visualize the ending, emotionally attached to the completion of the project, not the obligation of the project. Break the elephant into manageable chunks and don't try to eat it trunk to tail. Look up the actual weight of an elephant so we know going forward when we reference this in workshops how much that majestical creature actually weighs. Take those manageable chunks and put them in sticky notes on your wall where you can see them. And start with the sexy sticky, the one you can knock out of the park, the easiest piece of the elephant to eat. And lastly, set a timer for 20 minutes or less to maintain your precious focus and work on one sticky at a time. Reminder, 
leave the attached stickies up until the end of the project so you can look at it and recognize how awesome you are doing. In closing, this works on any project, a product launch, selling your home, completing audits in your business. I'm talking to you, Michael. It's a strategy that works every damn time. Plus, by starting with a sexy sticky, we're leveraging the two-minute rule, which further moves us away from procrastination. Like, all right, I just have to commit for two minutes. And then once I see success, I want to continue. Again, it's leveraging our psychology to actually help us instead of hinder us. So take a moment now and think, what is your elephant? What is that big project that you need to do, but you've been procrastinating on? Now reach into that desk drawer, pull out your sticky notes and get to writing. Is it work? Yeah, it's work. But don't let these projects occupy any more of your precious mental real estate. Now get to work. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.